Hello, I'm Joel Nelson, and this is the Joel vs. Arthritis podcast. Hello, and welcome back. Uh, apologies, it's been a couple of weeks um, since the last podcast. Um, combination of Christmas, New Year... Um, national lockdowns and some um, personal health issues mean that it hasn't really been that comfortable for me to sit in a chair for a long enough period to record anything of value and I'm keen that uh, this is a new project of mine I want each one to sort of feel like it's improving and getting better so um, so I wanted to wait for a time that I could give you a, um, a sort of a not do disservice on this on the podcast I suppose but hey it's a podcast about chronic illness um, you didn't really expect me to be reliable did you um, so today I will be giving a little update on plans for this pod, um, things we've got in the pipeline and future work I'm involved in. Um, plus there'll be an update on my fundraiser um, that's due later in the year um, with the current ongoing COVID situation here in the UK. You might have seen some of that on my social media in recent weeks. Um, but first I wanted to read through a piece that I wrote earlier in the month as part of my chronically talking about pain awareness campaign. Um, I'm running this throughout January. Um, and the idea is to talk daily about what it's like living in pain in the form of podcasts, articles, tweets, etc. And really shining a light on you know, the life of um, living in chronic pain. But it's also something that I hope in time other people jump, jump on board with. Um, so as long as sharing my stories, I want other people to sort of feel like they can... Um, you know, in the safety of numbers share theirs as well um, so a big thank you to everyone who's got involved with that um, and you can get involved too using the hashtag my chronic pain all one word um, I'm keeping an eye out for them but if you tag me then I can't miss them and I, I can reshare your posts and I'm, I'm hoping to sort of put a sort of a collection of them together on the website at the end of the month so thank you everyone who's got involved with that and I suppose the general theme with that is that together we can change the perception of invisible illnesses and the challenge of daily life with them. Um, so yeah, I hope it's something that can become an annual thing and I've really enjoyed um, having a theme for the month so to speak and, and thank you for everyone's lovely messages over that. So next I shall read this this article that was published on joelversusarthritis.co.uk um, and I'll put a, a note or a link in the um, show notes for you. Um, and I'm doing this because this seems to be the feedback I'm getting that people that maybe haven't got the time to read the longer articles um, appreciated me reading through like the, um, the juvenile arthritis experience I did in the last podcast um, for your commute to work or whatever that may look like, however you consume your podcasts. So um, I will come more on to sort of future plans for the podcast and guests and everything um, at the end of this, but um, in the meantime, this seems like a um, a good format that's working from the feedback I'm getting. Obviously, if, if, if you've got different views and think this could go in a slightly different direction, then then email me those over as well, because ultimately that's the only way I'm going to produce the content that, that you want. So this one is called The Die Has Been Cast and was originally published on the 4th of January. Chronic pain is the gift that keeps on giving. In this piece, I give a raw account of a day in the life of pain and how nothing you can do can prepare you for it. Chronically talking about pain series, an account of a day in the life of pain. The die is cast, for today at least, but I am unaware as I lie asleep in bed, a sleep that I only imagine to fall into sometime around the hours of when birds start singing in the spring. Waking up is a lottery or more like returning to a stressful, fast-paced job on a Monday morning after a two-week holiday. 
You don't know what you're walking into, you don't know what to expect, or what you'll be getting as a welcome back gift. The gift of chronic pain, an invisible illness, where each day you are served up a buffet of problems and you have to quickly work out how to manage the areas of your life it impacts. It's like throwing random objects at a magician expecting them to perform a trick. Magic doesn't happen without preparation, but I'm expected to spin plates every day. Wake up in agony from back pain? You have to work out a way of getting the baby in the car into nursery. Can't bear weight this morning? Tough, you have a dog that expects his walk. On your final warning from work, but that migraine means you can't see? Oh well, tune in tomorrow for more fun and games and another mystery guest on This Is Your Shit Life. The morning after the night before. Except, in this case, there are no funny stories, antics or dancing on tables. There is alcohol on occasion, however, but it's medicinal. To knock me out when all else fails. The Hold Steady once sang, they say you don't have a problem until you start to do it alone. I say the pain in my limbs is a much bigger problem. I wake up to one of three things. My son stirring on the baby monitor. My wife getting ready for work. Or pain. I never wake up to my alarm. I don't even know why I bother setting the damn thing. I've been asleep for 90 minutes, perhaps two hours. I stop keeping note of the time once it reaches 2am. By that point it doesn't matter. I'm waking up feeling terrible regardless. Now you'd think the same pain that kept you awake would be the same problems that you wake up with, but oh no, not in my case with arthritis and nerve pain anyway. I could be up all night with neck pain and wake a few hours later with a swollen knee or having lost 70% of the feeling in my hand. It's completely ludicrous, not to mention impossible to manage or plan for. There's no rhyme or reason. If my chronic pain were music, it would be jazz. You could see the same band five nights in a row and you still wouldn't know what order things would be coming at you in. And I appreciate that my condition is variable, but it applies to pain regardless. My experience of pain is different from your experience of pain, and in a way, it's as impactful as the life you lead, which makes it especially difficult to treat and support the individual. I have no time to think, I have no time to pace, or do what's best for me in the long run, or all those other things pain management therapy teaches you. I have a young family, a good job, a dog to walk, bills to pay, and unless I wake up with a leg hanging off, the whole world expects you to find a way through it. Sometimes something has to give. A day off work, sending my boy to nursery an extra day, but staying in bed is no longer an option, and it terrifies me as much as it motivates me. I have no idea what damage I'm doing long term. I guess we won't know until further down this pothole dusty track. All I know is that the world owes me nothing, and no one is coming to save me on those mornings. No one is telling me to look after myself. No one is suggesting I rest. I can feel sorry for myself all I like internally, but it's not changing this morning. This morning when my spine feels like it's being wrung out like a wet towel, like there are a pair of giant hands pushing and pulling my vertebrae back and forth like a slinky toy. I whimper getting Dylan dressed for nursery. I descend the stairs on my backside, too frightened to rely on my own strength on days like this in case I drop him. He thinks it's funny. He's seen it a hundred times. Nobody else has, however. And that, in a way, is part of the problem. Living with pain. At this point in the day, when Dylan's in the nursery and the dog has walked, or more like has walked me, and decisions have been made regarding whether I'm working, how much I can do, how much I can handle on top of the pain, etc., you think you would relax. 
In some ways you do, but only in the sense of managing the pain. By 10am I'm in a groove. It's a relentless, nightmarish groove, but normally by this time of the day I've loosened up as much as I'm going to and I know what I'm dealing with. There's some comfort in that. Like being beaten up in a pub car park but seeing the assailants walk away to the street. You hurt like hell, that won't change, but at least it won't get any worse. I'm on the ropes most days, and I'm okay with that, for as long as I know these ropes are still there. The mental health impact of chronic pain. However, despite this knowledge, insight gained through years of experience, I don't relax, as from this stage in the daily cycle the worry kicks in. Worrying about my job, the pressure it puts on my wife, am I doing a disservice to Dylan, am I a shit dad, and what if it gets worse than this? The list goes on. There is a huge but little told side of chronic pain mentioned even less than the awkward how are you doing that friend asked to be polite but doesn't really want to hear the answer to. The mental health impact of a life in pain. And this anguish, worry, mental torture we all put ourselves through has an impact over time in the form of anxiety, panic attacks, depressions and low esteem. We're told to pace, to not boom and bust, but when every day is the roll of a dice and those lower pain days come, it's so hard not to try and cram everything in whilst the going is good. To run around with your kids, get the housework done, cut the lawn, etc. Ultimately, we all know we pay the price for it the next day, but those days when the fog clears and we can breathe again are so few and far between that just the smell of one of those mornings energises you in a way that you could only understand if you experienced it. You see, we don't want to be sick. We don't want to be immobile, lazy, stuck in bed all day and all those those other comments that we've heard a hundred times before and where the scars from, as trust me, each time that sort of thing is said, it cuts like a blade in my flesh. We want to be well. In fact, we're bloody tired of faking being well all the time. We want to contribute, be good parents, have careers, be normal, be happy. I don't want to be miserable all the time, quiet, off and all those other things that people around me kindly point out. I don't want to spend my days concentrating so hard on the pain and my patience with it, making sure that my decisions and mood with people is not impacted by it, that each day passes me by without any memories from enjoying the moment. I don't want to be a passenger, riding a taxi I didn't call with no idea of its final destination. But for now, that's exactly where I am. I didn't ask for it, and I'm just as unhappy about the situation as you are, trust me. But empty words like, well, you just have to get on with it, man up, or the hilarious, unfunny, ultimate low blow, stop putting it on. When you don't know what to say, it won't help. Talking about it properly will, no matter how uncomfortable. And that's what I hope to achieve with chronically talking about pain, to be continued. I tried to write that article in a way that it appeals to two audiences, both those of you that um, suffer with chronic pain and hopefully can relate to it and know that you're not alone and those who just don't understand it or those who are given those sort of off-the-cuff comments of um, how are you doing but not really want to know the answers or you just got to get on with it as if that's going to sort of suddenly find you an extra gear you weren't already using and like I said by talking about this stuff it's only going to make things less uncomfortable for those people I'm happy to take the hit on that but I'm hoping it also encourages others to um, to follow suit. And if you have any other favourite articles that you think um, the audience would uh, appreciate, then please let me know by emailing me at contact at joelversusarthritis.co.uk. So now for some updates. Um, in terms of this podcast, um, 
Firstly, thank you um, if you're listening again or for the third time. Um, I'm blown away by the numbers I'm seeing. Um, the amount of unique listens are just incredible for something completely new that I haven't really promoted that much as I sort of find my feet. So that's been really reassuring and the comments I've had um, because it, it tells me that somebody's benefiting from this and if that's just one person then that's absolutely fine by me but it turns out it's a lot more than that so so thank you very much i try not to think about the numbers um when i'm recording because it makes me nervous but genuinely is appreciated especially all those kind of little dms twitter messages and things of people who are clearly enjoying it so thank you as I sort of mentioned earlier in the show, I do have a couple of guests lined up um, and I would like more because I think there's only so long I can talk to myself before your good selves get bored. Um, so please do get in touch with me via the website or social media if you think you could offer something. Um, this isn't just limited to arthritis, as you've probably already worked out by now. Um, I focus on chronic illness in general and raising awareness about that and the daily life of living with sort of pain, mental health impact, parenting, etc. So any of those things that can... Um, and sort of dip into those areas then i'm more than happy to listen to what you've got to say um and indeed as you'll see from some of the guests i've got lined up it won't you know some of these people have never experienced arthritis in their life but they have a really valuable mental health story to tell or a really valuable parenting um, story to tell so i look forward to bringing them to you in the next couple of weeks um and i'm also looking into recording these podcasts with video going forward especially when we've got the guests so they can also be hosted on my very much neglected youtube channel because i appreciate i had some comments from people who said they would prefer it in a video format um either you don't listen to podcasts or or you're just more of a sort of visual consumer so um we'll i'm looking to get that in place over the coming weeks so hopefully that will um that'll um benefit those of you that have um, reached out to me but also like i say um put some content on on youtube and another platform for people to find us um and I have finally, on ter- in terms of podcast updates, I've made some investments in my recording equipment. Um, as I appreciate the first two episodes um, were mixed a little bit quiet. It was only when I was listening to podcasts back to back that I realised those first two were a little bit quiet compared to the usual podcasts I listen to. So bear with me. I'm still learning. And yeah, if you're here with me at this point, thank you. <laughs> um, but I don't think it's coming across too amateurish just yet. Um, but I'm not a fake it until you make it kind of guy. If I if I've got something to fess up, I'll say. So um so yeah, th- hopefully this one will be a bit more noticeable. Um apologies for anyone who listens to episode number two and three back to back because you might notice this one after turning up your device um suddenly booms but it'll hopefully be in line with the um sort of standard that that most podcasters are using in other news i was lucky enough to be a guest on mindset by dave's twitch stream recently um you might have seen me post about this on my social media accounts um if you have you can already find the link there but if not i will put it in the show notes of this podcast thank you to everyone that came along to support me on that that was really unexpected and i was a little bit blown away just before i was about to go live to see so many names that i recognized in the um chat on that it meant a lot and it it just it still blows me away the amount of support i get for these things um especially when some of you have heard me tell my story numerous times over now and for some of you that was your first time on twitch so the fact that people have gone to the effort on a saturday night to set up an account and spend an hour of their Saturday evening listening to me yole on, it's a Norfolk term, um, then I, yeah, I just really appreciate it and and I hope I'm repaying you by continually um, releasing content and, and raising awareness on your behalf. 
the podcast the interview is now live on all good platforms so if you search for um so dave cottrell goes as mindset by dave on twitch but the podcast is called master the mind master anything so if you search for that or dave cottrell then you should find it otherwise i will be putting a link on my website um in the coming next coming days and obviously like i say in the show notes and final piece of news um, is the fundraiser for 2021. As some of you may know, I'm scheduled to take part um, in quite an epic personal challenge, walking 130 miles of the Pedder's Way and Norfolk Coastal Path in Norfolk in just seven days for Versus Arthritis. This was scheduled. This is scheduled currently for May, but as some of you may know that here in the UK, things are pretty dire with regards to the pandemic. Um, the new variants have swept through the country like wildfire, and as both my wife and I work in the NHS, I can assure you that we really are at that place that we feared a year ago as a worst-case scenario. It is just horrendous on the front line, and it's going to take an awful long while for this to settle down now. Um, we're both lucky enough to have received our first vaccine, um, and thank you for the people that have messaged asking that um but despite the um monumental vaccine program going on in this country at the moment which i think we're we're quite lucky and the scale of it is insane it's still going to take months before we see any end to this the threat of this virus and the challenges it presents for my fundraiser because i did organize something that was a solo walk um last year when this was going on i certainly didn't think we'd still be in the situation we are now but the challenges as presented for my preparation are things like i haven't been able to visit a shop um for a shoe and equipment fitting because of me shielding and lockdown rules meaning the shops are shut and really by january i should be doing my walk and training in the shoes i'm going to be wearing by now um so that concerns me a little bit especially um you know this event make make no bones about it it's going to cripple me i the last thing i need is inappropriate footwear um on top of of what's already going to be a massive challenge for my body and then the other thing is the plans i had to make this a big event such as encouraging supporters to join me on route media um interviews and things on route potentially collecting donations along the way especially when we got around the coast during holiday season are all now looking extremely unlikely and you know i i decided to do this because charities are facing massive black holes because of what's happened over the last year people losing their jobs having less um, disposable income and things like london marathon being cancelled so i wanted this to be an event rather than just um sort of -of run-of-the-mill fundraiser and the fact that i now can't do garage sales and bake sales and things like that in the run-up to this to raise that much needed extra pounds because of the country being in lockdown is going to seriously hamper my fundraising ability as well so i'm reluctant to proceed essentially if the event cannot reach the potential that i've dreamed of i'm giving myself the deadline to the end of the month to make the decision i think the important thing to note here is that the event will go ahead but it needs to be at a time when it's safe for everyone involved and ethical to do so um and at the minute may just feels probably too soon so whether that's later this year or a rescheduled date for next year i will let you know but i will make a decision by the end of the month and for everyone who supported me so far with that thank you so much and um, yeah i'm just sorry that the world we're in at the minute has meant that i might be beaten on this one but it doesn't mean it can't be reorganized
So that's it for me. Um, probably my longest podcast to date. So I hope you're still with me. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Um, leave a review and send me your comments and feedback as you have been doing via my website, joelversusarthritis.co.uk. All of that helps me massively and allows me to improve future content and episodes. And you can find more podcasts, articles and news on joelversusarthritis.co.uk and follow me on social media where I am at joelversusarthritis, all one word, on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm.